Welcome back, everybody, to episode 29 of the Baby Mamas. It's 29 and we're feeling fun. Everything's amazing. Yeah. We just walked here. We had a nice day off together and we bought a lot of clothes. Some for me, a couple for the baby. (laughs) I've been kind of resistant to getting maternity clothes because I'm still convinced I can fit into normal clothes. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Like today we're at Old Navy. That's right, guys. We shop like true lesbians. Um, And she kept being like, well, I think this would work. How about this shirt? I was like, they have a maternity section. Oh, I don't think they have one here. I was like, really? (laughs) The big, huge, brand new store downtown Vancouver. I'm sure they don't have... So, of course, I asked a staff member. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's upstairs. I was like, see? And then she, we go up there and she's like, mm, I don't see them in maternity section. I was like, it's right there. She's like, oh. I'm like, what? <laughs> it makes so much sense. Like, she's like, well, what about this shirt? And it would just barely cover her belly. I'm like, yeah, you could wear it for like a week and then it's going to be too short. I just feel like maternity stuff is kind of a scam. I think they charge you extra. They charge you more than they should. And it's clothes that you're only going to wear temporarily. Yeah, but it's clothes that you need unless you want to be one of those slutty girls who's like showing off her belly all the time because none of her shirts are long enough. That is one of my dreams Mm -hmm. to be a slutty pregnant woman. But everything, all the t-shirts were buy one, get one free. So you got six shirts, a dress. That's right, people. Angie bought a dress. It was flowy and comfy. It's like a tank style gray cotton dress it's like the most basic dress on the planet but it's going to be so comfortable and so nice i don't think i'll wear it at the house you you maybe 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 maybe, you will it's definitely i can imagine it feeling amazing just being hot in the summer and being like sometimes i have to force you to do things that i know you will be happy about but you just can't picture yeah that's true you have forced things into my life that i'm later (laughs) happy about (laughs) You're welcome. I can't think of any right now, but... <laughs> really, I can. How about skinny jeans, for one? No, I was kind of going that way on my own anyway. Mm-hmm. I was. And also, those are just fashionable. So you didn't create the the fad, okay? Maybe I did. You mm. don't know. Anyway, and you also bought shorts, which are so cute, and they look yeah. super comfortable. They're like black linen, perfect for the summer, because it's already... I don't know if you people don't live here. It's super hot here, and it's... May 1st. Global warming. Woohoo! They're certainly going to be around for another couple generations, so mm-hmm. pop out your babies now, guys, I don't so that they can r- enjoy the last few decades of planet Earth. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It is the beginning of the end. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, first, this is like officially the first stuff we've ever bought for the baby. It is. And Aside from like the stroller and the No, I mean clothes. Like that. I mean clothes. Yeah. Like this has been Angie's like lifelong dream is to dress a baby. It's all she ever wants to do is buy baby clothes. I know. And I, it was me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we have to buy this. Oh my God, look at this. Everything was on like 50% off. Everything was insanely cute. I was like over the moon. All their clothes were just like really fashionable and like looked kind of like little adult clothing, which I love because I don't want stuff that's like, 
stuff his little hero and like mommy's princess and like ugh, that stuff is so obnoxious or stuff that's like too little kitty where yeah if you want that stuff go to babies r us barf oh yeah oh my god we saw we went to babies r us to do our registry jesus christ some of the things that they had were so obnoxious on bibs one of them was bright pink and said my mom is hotter than your mom another one what the fuck i know another one was like there was like a whole set of girls bibs because of course they have to be gendered and one of them said princess one of them said diva one of them said fabulous and one of them said flirt yeah and the boys ones were like troublemaker heartbreaker um daddy's little guy and like some other shit it's like oh my god it was a it was like so obnoxious can't do it i couldn't can't oh anyway so it was very exciting. And I uh, this isn't actually giving away anything because the, the clothing that I bought for the baby, there's like a onesie that's like cute, whatever. And then this other set that's like, it's like sweatpant material, but it looks like jean shorts and then like a muscle like sweatshirt with like a kangaroo pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. It I was like, cute. this is definitely going on my baby. So that was really fun. It was really exciting. I actually, it's been a very baby filled weekend for us. Yeah, it's been, it's nice too, because we've been so resistant and like budgeting so much and it's Mm -hmm. really nice to be able to be like okay now let's actually like loosen up the purse strings a tiny bit well because we did our taxes well i did our taxes let's be honest i was sitting there you were there (laughs) yeah it's like on my phone um yeah and then i got annoyed and i was like i need you to pay attention to this for absolutely no reason whatsoever. I know, so then I just sat and stared at whatever she was doing, not <laughs> it made me whatsoever. Feel like, it made me feel like at least you couldn't have fun while I was doing work. <laughs> That's You do that all the time, you know? If I even, and I think you have like super sonic hearing for when you are cleaning or doing something and I finish up whatever job I had and I like sit down on the couch. As soon as I sit down, you're like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> do you want to start dusting the like top of the shelves in the bedroom? And I'm like, um okay okay but to my defense or in my defense lately i have said things like or are you tired are you done yeah and if you say that then i'm like fine but if i'm like if you're actually still feeling okay and you're just sitting down on the job but pre-pregnancy it's always if i'm doing something you're doing something yeah because then we can like work together get it done quicker and then we get to play together oh also i just will play play house (laughs) (laughs) play wives um I don't know. I grew up like that. I know. I totally feel like that's a thing you've gotten from your dad. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, though. Where it's like, okay, we're going to all work. And he was exact same way. We're all going to work. We're all going to get our work done. And then we're all going to hang out together. We don't always have to hang out together. But, like, then we get to, like, enjoy the day. Yeah. No, I... It's fine. It's just I, like, quietly (laughs) sit. You have to, like, sneak into the corner. (laughs) You're like... It's like... Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> That's what's going to make me an amazing mom. Amazing or annoying? Um, I think amazing is the right word. No, I think it's Or good. actually, as they say on mouth time, amazing. <laughs> A-M-E. It'll be good. It'll give kids worth e- worth work ethic. Work ethic and accountability. Yes. That's what it's about. Anyway, so it was really nice. I don't know. We also had um, some close friends over for dinner. We made homemade pizza and talked about being a mom and motherhood and stuff pregnancy yeah we went for our detailed ultrasound which was also the ultrasound where they tell you what well they didn't tell us at the time but where they know what the sex is mm-hmm. and that was that was really cool but when we first got there it was at the hospital Ugh. at bc women's Ugh. 
That and woman. There was this woman who was she was she pregnant? She was pregnant, but she was like hacking up her lungs. It was like the worst cough I've it ever heard. It sounded like in my a life. bronchitis, like death rattle. Totally. And everybody is obviously there for ultrasounds because they're all pregnant women and they're all just looking at her like, what the fuck are you doing over here? Yeah, it's like the pregnancy section of the hospital. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> it was like this barking. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, and everyone just, you could see just everyone tensing up and be like, Get the, Get the fuck, fuck away, away from, from me. me. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Cover your entire body and bathe yourself in hand sanitizer. Well, apparently they took her they took her away somewhere and gave her a, uh, a mask. Yeah. As like should. seriously. And she wasn't even like coughing responsibly. You know what I mean? She wasn't even really like covering her mouth or like, I don't know, just be aware of your surroundings. Not just about you, lady. Like if you were sick, you and why would, were you even there? Like maybe well because she was you there have your because she was sick. No, but you have your ultrasound. You have your ultrasound. Like that's not. Her I don't know. Fault, I would if I were that sick. I would have been like, give me a couple days or a week. The detailed ultrasound is like not going to change from one day to the next, really. Yeah. Well, it will actually because we were there at 19 weeks and five days, which is not 20 weeks. So they couldn't tell us, and I don't think actually. I mean, I. I think they, they're allowed to tell you, but at 20 weeks. But some of them just won't. Yeah. And our tech was not. She was kind of really serious, but also kind of not. I couldn't mm-hmm. really get a good gauge of her. Yeah. But they, they looked at the baby's heart, or she looked at the baby's heart for like 20 minutes. The baby was head down with legs in the air, but the baby wouldn't stop moving. So they couldn't get like a really good shot of the heart. And so it took a really long time. It felt like forever. And then and then we saw between the baby's legs. Yeah. But first we saw, like, we saw the baby's brain. Seems to have a brain, which is good. Takes mm-hmm. after me. <laughs> um, they looked at the bones. They looked at the feet. The length. Which she said that the baby was a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Which... Makes sense because there's this woman that I work with and she's two weeks ahead of me in her pregnancy and she does not look even close that to the size That has nothing to do with baby size. I don't know, man. Why am I so big? You're not so big. You're like normal size. It's weird. Like, so she's abnormal? It's not really abnormal. Everybody's just different. It depends on where your placenta is. It depends on where the baby is. It depends on your genetics. It depends on your body type. It depends on how big your torso is. Like, there's so many factors. I think you should stop comparing yourself. Well, anyway. uh, Yeah, so we did see between the baby's legs. And I've been studying ultrasounds. I've been looking at them every week, actually. Mm -hmm. So I get to, like, 18 weeks and I Google 18-week ultrasound. And then there's always ones where it also reveals the gender. I don't know, like, where these ones are happening, but... Maybe in the States they have different laws. So I would look at those and be like, oh, okay, so that's what like a male 18-week ultrasound looks like and this is what a female one looks like and then 19 weeks and 20 and blah, 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 blah. So when it showed up, I was like, oh, I know what it is. Immediately because well, I'm so smart. You're so brainiac. But really, like I didn't study any of that and I was like, that's pretty obvious. I know what that is. Did you? Yeah, just trying to be cool like me. No, I'm totally not because I don't want to be cool like you. <laughs> I want to be cool like me. No, I totally was like, that's <laughs> that's a vagina. <laughs> I was like, that's obviously a vagina. There's nothing else there. There's definitely no penis. Definitely no balls. And it's a girl. Yeah. So we were right. But 
we I totally was expecting this like oh my god it's like it was amazing being in the ultrasound I I was literally sitting there thinking like I could watch this forever I could watch the baby and she was moving so much she was so active and like wriggly and I just could could have watched that forever but then afterwards I felt super weird yeah because we both were like yeah, it's obviously a girl. You saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's what a girl looks like. Okay, yeah, we like okay, confirmed okay. it, looked it up on the internet. We're like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what like, we, we saw. We didn't know for sure, but. I was like 99.99% sure I was right. I would yeah. have been like shocked and mm-hmm. been like, you, okay, we need to do it again then. Yeah. Because I think you guys are wrong. Like that was someone else's baby you're yeah. thinking of. Yeah. Um. So we, yeah, we like got in the car and we were talking about it and it was just like. We were both kind of stunned, I think maybe a little bit is the word, or... We were just sort of low Just like taken aback, maybe. Because we were so convinced it was a boy. And like, it's so weird. It was so weird to me because I was like, well, initially we were like, we want a girl. I mean, I always said, oh, I don't care. But I did. I like, I don't understand boys in the same way I do girls. I was a teenage girl. I was a young girl. You know, I'm a girl. I've grown up as a woman, so I understand. And I spent all of my time around women. Like, I just get them better. I don't really understand boys in the same way. So for me, it just felt like a more comfortable, like it's already going to be really crazy to be a parent. Mm -hmm. But at least I like had some frame of reference with a girl. That's kind of how I felt going into it. And then... I don't even know how it happened, but just like everybody was like, you're having a boy. It's a, it's a boy. I feel like it's a boy. It's a boy. It's a boy. There were maybe like two or three people that were like, no, it's a girl. And we're like, okay. Yeah. And there's also been a lot of boys born to our friends lately. So I think we're kind of like, aw, more about little boys lately. Yeah. Yeah. And also. That's true. I was the same way. I always wanted a girl and was like, oh my God, I can't imagine having a boy because my brothers are fucking insane. And, you know, just, yeah, that general thing of like. I don't know, boys are just crazy, so I'd rather have a girl. Mm-hmm. And then I met a couple, like, little boys that are, like, super amazing. And I was like, actually, having a boy would be great. It would be And so then we fun. had, like, a really cool boy name that I got super attached to. Yeah. So. And then we were, like, talking about having a feminist boy and how awesome it was going to be for the world. And it was going to be, like, <laughs> changing everything. And it was just like, okay, so we got super invested. So when we found out that it was likely a girl, we were kind of just like, huh. Huh. Yeah, it definitely took a moment to kind of be like, okay. It was like a slow burn. Like, at mm-hmm. first we were kind of like, oh, yay. And then we were sort of like, oh, it's not really what I was feeling excited about and not, not really what I had, like, wrapped my heart around or whatever. And then I just got really sad and I couldn't figure it out. We went out for lunch and, and we were just sitting there and, and Anshin made one comment about, like, oh, that looks like the donor. And then she would said something else, like, a little while later and was like, oh, something like, oh, I think that's the donor's profile or something. The baby's profile looked like the donor. And I just like instantly it was like a it was like a f- switch was flipped. I was like, yeah, and you need to, you need to stop saying that. And she was like, what? And I was like, I don't. It's really upsetting me. And like I just start crying. And I th- I have now kind of unpacked it, but it was that like I was having this like I don't even know like this like gut reaction to not being involved genetically. It was like this. I don't. It's weird. It's still weird to talk about. It. I feel weird about it because I'm just like I know it's not a surprise to me that I'm not involved in the gene part of the baby. Like I know that that's always been the case, but I think it was the first time that it looked like that I was seeing it. That it was yeah. like right in front of me, and yeah. it just felt like a punch in the gut. And I just couldn't like I was so sad. 
And it was so crappy because I and I was getting mad at myself being like, why are you sad? This is stupid. You know what this means. It doesn't mean you're not her parent. She's still your baby. You know, and I'm like, I know all that. And I know it's not going to make a difference when she comes out and we're going to be, you know, super bonded. I'm not worried about it, actually. But it was just this like uncontrollable, like reptilian part of my brain that was just like, not yours, not yours, not yours, you know? Yeah. And it's also what I imagine you were feeling too is that, and I kind of felt this way too. I mean, I can't speak exactly to what you're feeling, but Mm -hmm. seeing that the profile, like I don't recognize and I don't know if you can. Although when I'm looking at my friends' kids' ultrasounds, I feel like I can see. Yeah, but they felt the same way too. Do you know what I mean? Like we were, that's what we were talking about the other night is that, you know, they were like, well, you can't tell. That's not what she looks like. That's not what they look like when they come out. Yeah, but I was still like kind of taken aback by like, wow, that's not Who's something. That? Yeah, that's not a baby I recognize. That's yeah. not a profile I recognize. Yeah. And that kind of made me feel a little bit prickly too because I was like, oh my God, like this is a stranger's baby kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's obviously partly genetically mine, but I was... And then for me, it went further than that. And then I was like, well, it's going to have all these like traits that I don't know about from the donor. But and that's, then I'm not going to like it. I think that's along the same line, though. It's still that sort of like evolutionary sort of biological drive, because especially for like for the biological mother, they always say and they've done studies and like shown the science behind the child looking like the father, quote unquote, to make the father stay around so that the mother doesn't have to do it by their, by herself, whatever, right? To like the invested resources or whatever. And so I think that was probably triggering that sort of thing for you as well. But it just, it was such a like, we po- totally went into it and like we had been counting the days yeah. leading up to this. Like this was the really big, exciting, we we're so excited about this. And we left feeling like despondent. And it was just like, I wanted to be like celebrating and shouting from the rooftops because I know what my baby is now. I mean, how much that means, I don't know, but it does feel like another like way of connecting to the baby. It's another way of like making her a person, you know, she's a her, she's not an it anymore. Mm -hmm. And neither of us really felt like celebrating and it was kind of a bummer. Um, And so we talked about it. I barely talked, told anybody about it right away. I didn't really want to tell anyone. I felt really. Yeah, you felt really like bad and guilty and like you're yeah. gonna be judged and you're a bad mom yeah because when you share happy news like it's happy news everyone's gonna be happy about you want to feel happy you know and I I was like feeling really insecure about having to tell people and be like oh it's a girl yeah I'm, I'm excited and I didn't feel excited yet so I mean I still told why well, I, I mean I actually we told we told I told my mom I called my mom as soon as we got into the car and I said I'm like pretty sure it's a girl and she didn't believe that we knew what we were talking about <laughs> so she didn't take that as like us telling her which was weird because <laughs> I totally thought that that's what it was but and then I think for days the only person I told was a coworker because I was just like I feel really weird about this like I don't know how to feel I feel sad I feel shitty um, I could cry about it right now even just thinking about how I felt because it really sucked um, and then like and then we told people but it was like. This, like, slow trickle. Mm-hmm. We sort of just told people here and there. Yeah. And then, you know, then I realized, like, oh, I hadn't told a bunch of people that I, like, probably should have told. Like, even our, our like, closest friends were like, wait, what? It's a girl? You, I didn't know. <laughs> and we're like, oh, yeah, it's a girl. <laughs> anyway, so it was a really, I don't know, it was a weird thing. And I was also kind of like, it's funny because the person I chose to talk to about it has no, like, connection to 
she would have no way of understanding how I felt really aside from empathy um and she was a great listener she was really understanding but I felt really kind of alone because I was like I don't know anybody that's gone through this I don't know anybody that feels that has felt like this um so if any of you felt like that or I imagine people do because it's got to be a normal thing it is and I just I think it just like it people don't talk about it I yeah because it's another thing thing where nobody talks about oh you're not bonded to your baby and you're not gonna love it and it's like that's not I felt like a bad mom it's mourning that's how I see it you're like mourning the loss of the and even though you know it intellectually when it actually happens it's much different you're mourning the loss of the ability to have a genetic baby with your partner yeah, and that's a shitty, sad thing. That and we I can't think in do, this but in this process, you've you, like you mourn that over stages. and over in stages throughout the whole thing, and it still bums me out. And it's so silly because it's just gen- genetics; like it doesn't actually mean anything. But <sighs> a little baby that was half me and half you would be like the cutest, most <laughs> the hilarious smartest, thing in the world. And I'm best sure, baby ever. I'm sure she will be anyway. Of course. Because she's still got nature and nurture, man. All the nature from me, all the nature. And I, I was saying give. too, she's not going to know the difference. I know, she won't. She's not. I know until she can intellectually understand it, and then that's all it'll be. It'll just be like, oh, I intellectually understand that I'm not related to you, but everything. But that doesn't mean anything. No, because we have yeah. two friends who have adopted fathers, like their dads mm-hmm. pieced out, and then these other men stepped in when they were very young, mm-hmm. and they've been their dads forever Mm -hmm. and they have said uh, said to us like i feel no differently about my dad than i do about my mom like other Mm -hmm. than you know girls tend to be closer to their moms or whatever but you know they love their dads and they're close to them and that's one person actually told us that her dad forgets that he's not her biological dad they just talk so close like they just talk about their dads like they would be their biological father they're probably closer to their dads than you are to your biological dad yeah and that's kind of the exact same situation that we're dealing with. Mm, no, it's not. It's not the same situation. No? No, because those those fathers know that there's another father. Do you know what I mean? It's different. I think it would maybe even be harder because you weren't there for the ins- for the conception of the child, whether like the idea of conceiving of having the child or just the actual physical conception and there's there's another person who was the intended parent. So with us, there's no one else that's the intended parent. Yeah. Which I've also like there's like another there's like a heartbreak in there that our kid isn't going to have because their bio dad didn't chose not to parent them. So that's like a level of abandonment for a child because they know that. They know that like the their dads are not their dads. Yeah, in the like so. genetic sense, and they know that he was. They had a guy that was supposed to be their dad and chose not to, and that doesn't change how they feel about the da- the dads that stepped in. But they still have this other like disappointment, this heartbreak, whatever it was, for each of them. On top of it, yeah, and maybe that makes you even more grateful to the to the man who stayed, to the man who chose to be your dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think that gender or sex whatever disappointment is actually pretty common because i googled it and it actually for me dissipated quite quickly and now i'm like super excited i'm like oh i'm did i ever want a boy girls are the best this is gonna be awesome i'm totally stoked now i'm totally over it but it was a really weird 
unexpected emotional dip that I was like really not prepared for I don't think and if it's happening to you out there it doesn't mean that you're a bad person I think it's totally normal no it's just like you have to feel the that feeling and that disappointment and that loss and then you go through it and it's and then you're over it and then you're back to being really excited and I think it happens to queer couples it probably happens to you know men whose sperm sucks and they end up using a donor like anyone who's losing that thing that is so highly regarded in our society of having like yeah. a partner and having a child with them you come together in a tiny little human and you see both of your features and all that kind of stuff is that like a genetic thing or is that like a social construction or is that religious like where does that come from because it's such a like oh this is the most amazing this is the only thing even though as a society we acknowledge that someone adopting a child is doing a huge heroic or whatever the fuck they want to call it act but maybe they're seeing it as a huge heroic act because they're kind of voluntarily sacrificing that that which is the most highly regarded yeah the thing that we all want and we all need that child with your partner Mm -hmm. they're sacrificing that to take on someone else's kid and Mm -hmm. then it's seen as like oh you're doing such an amazing thing which it is i'm not saying it isn't but i think it's because we hold having a biological child in such a high regard yeah it's so selfish and like so narcissistic isn't it to want your own kid to want when there's ones that are out there like please take me yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i feel guilty about it all the time yeah so i work with kids i work with kids that are in foster care and stuff like that but yeah it's i don't know maybe we will someday why don't you need a license to have a baby right oh my god i just heard about this kid who got i don't know if he died or if he got really sick but his parents were feeding him hot dog smoothies only like that's the only thing he was allowed to eat why i don't know hot dog smoothies and i think he was six and he got really he was like extremely malnourished well no shit malnourished and then they were doing something else fucked up to him why hot dog smoothies could he not chew oh yeah they wouldn't let him sleep that was the other thing they would force him to stay awake and if he fell asleep they'd be like wake up why because they're just psychos man there's people what out there the that are fuck? so insane i ended up in a youtube hole and i don't know if this is because i'm pregnant but it's kind of fucked up where i was just this watching. is where we both ended up at the same huh we both ended up watching the same documentary thing about that kid in the cage yeah okay in the so closet first of all oh. trigger warning maybe oh <laughs> people don't want to hear about child abuse uh so maybe skip forward a couple minutes or so but yeah i ended up in a youtube hole of like watching fucked up shit of people abusing their kids and like yeah this kid who was six years old his parents locked him in a closet a tiny like Like a broom closet closet in his bathroom and chained him up with a fence it was like um like chicken wire but like more sturdy yeah and so he had all these like scars all over his neck because it went right underneath his armpit so he couldn't sit down or lie down or do anything they would lock him chain him up in there and leave him there for hours and And his dad like urinated on him and And his parents would have showers like or it was his stepmom and his dad would have showers like two feet away from him and like fuck in the shower and he would listen to it and he wasn't allowed to make any sounds and he would get starved he was like super malnourished and emaciated and looked just looked awful but there was actually happy endings to that story because oprah (laughs) (laughs) well i don't think oprah did anything but he had an older sister stepsister who ran away from home she was 14 Mm -hmm. went to like the next county over and told the police there Mm -hmm. that 
her little brother was being abused and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And the cop actually called child services who sent someone over to the house who said everything's fine, which I don't understand. Yeah. And then the, and then that officer went, went there. No, he said, I'm not releasing your daughter to you. You have to come here, your entire family. Oh yeah. Right. So they went to get her. They drove all the way there and he took the little boy aside and said, you need to tell me what's going on in your home. And the little boy was like, everything's fine. Cause his dad threatened him. Yeah. But then he said to the kid, he was like, I just talked to your dad and he really wants me to tell you to tell the truth. He, he goes, wants you to tell the truth. He wants you to tell me everything. And I was like, what a fucking br-. And this guy was like pretty green as a, as a cop mm-hmm. at that point. And that was it. That was like the key that unlocked this little boy. And he just told him everything. And that, and that, and then Oprah reunited them. Oh my God. It was so good. Yeah, But, but that kid is like, I don't know how old he is now, like 20 something. He was adopted like, by his aunt. Quite well adjusted. He's totally fine, but he, you know, how, how is it like it just it makes me crazy that we live in a society where you have to have a license to drive a car because that's a dangerous weapon that could kill people. But anyone can have a baby and fuck it up and abuse it and harm it and do things to kill it. And I don't get it. Yeah, it's just one of those things that's really unfair in life. But you just end up with it's like it's like this horrible negative feedback loop. Because these kids get born into f- situations that they have no choice over. They're treated like garbage. They can't get out of it because there's, you know, people don't find out or there's no access to resources or whatever. They don't grow up having basic tools of coping. So then they can't do things like get a job and have a career and have a normal life. They become, you know, addicted to drugs to deal with the pain. And the then that leads them to crime. And then it's just like this whole awful cycle and yeah. it drives me crazy because it then just they start abusing their kids happening so and so forth and nobody can step in because human rights no you can't it's just if things happen before but that's what i'm saying like on. if you had to do something as basic as like take a course and write a test before I you were allowed to procreate the people who lock their kid in a fucking closet would have been changed by a course they're gonna do fucked up shit because those are like psychopaths yeah but they would probably not take the time to take the course and write a test so that they could have a baby do you know what i mean i'm not i'm not saying that that. i'm not saying it would be like an easy thing to (laughs) to figure out but there we police people in all sorts of ways and this seems like a way that has massive potential negative consequences that everyone seems fine with because it's and i and i understand it's a tough thing to try and manage because you don't want to be in a situation where the government is controlling your reproduction but there has to be something you know there has to be some way it's it's just (sighs) it just breaks my heart i think becoming a mom is making me so much more emotional it's crazy it feels like it honestly feels like someone took my heart and like broke it open and it's just sitting there vulnerable and like (laughs) waiting for the world to like hurt it Mm -hmm. that's how it feels and i feel like that's probably how it feels to be a parent all the time Mm -hmm. and it's gonna get worse and i know that but i'm so close to crying all the time it's crazy should we should move away from child abuse talk mm-hmm. it's not very uplifting no and it's not very like safe for me right now <laughs> i'm gonna start crying in the middle of the library do you want to hear some funny things that tired moms wrote on buzzfeed mm-hmm. this is this will cheer you up and make you lol in your pants weirdly hilarious things um sleepless moms have done or sleep deprived moms have done i walked to the car and strapped my son into the car seat and then realized I didn't have any pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I got up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. 
Surprised to find I felt warm and wet. Turns out I was so tired that I was peeing onto the couch instead of the toilet. <laughs> I literally pulled my pants down, sat on the couch, and started peeing as if I were on the toilet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Please don't do that. That would be such a horrible mess. I kept trying to open the front door of my house by pressing the unlock button of my car key. <laughs> awesome. I, I grabbed my husband's crotch hard as he was rolling over because I thought he was the baby about to roll out of bed. <laughs> lucky husband (laughs) upon hearing the baby cry i woke up and started rocking my arm what was in my arm the cat (laughs) who looked at me like i was crazy (laughs) when my baby woke up in the middle of the night crying i answered the door thinking someone was ringing the doorbell (laughs) i folded an entire basket of dirty laundry (laughs) oh no (laughs) During my first month as a new mom, I texted my husband, who was right next to me in bed, and asked him where he was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait for you to do weird shit like that. (laughs) I filled a sippy cup with milk and handed it to the dog. (laughs) When he didn't take it, I got annoyed and said, well, here you go. And it took me five whole seconds to realize he wasn't my kid. (laughs) She must have a hurry kid. (laughs) I re- one night, I realized my whole family was in the room with me, and no one was holding the baby. I panicked and yelled, where's the baby? My husband looked at me and said, um, you're nursing her. <laughs> <laughs> After a long night, I had, run, I had to run to the drugstore. I sat at a red light for what seemed like forever. I even swore at the car behind me who kept honking. Then I realized it was the stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> This one will probably lead into the story that you have to tell about me being crazy the other night. One night after weeks and weeks of no sleep, I genuinely believed the baby was crying because my honey, my husband had taken money from him. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay, that does. That's a really good segue because the other night, (laughs) Ange was just being herself, pregnant and crazy. And (laughs) she was... We were sitting on the couch watching TV. Yeah. It was late. It wasn't that late. It was like 10 o'clock. Okay. Well, I had fallen asleep. Yeah. <laughs> which which you continue to do and refuse to tell me that you're sleeping. And I was having my usual gastrointestinal issues. Okay. Earlier, I had said something and woken her up. So she was really like, don't wake me, blah, blah. I don't want to move. And I was like, okay, all right. So I looked at her just to see if she was awake Because I didn't want her to yell at me for farting and waking her up. And then I farted. And then she started crying. I was like, what is happening? And you were like, I was so mad. I was like, you're doing that because you want me. Because you want me to leave. You just want me to go and be by myself in the other room. And I didn't even and understand. And you don't realize that I'm alone all the time. And I didn't understand what she meant. And I was like, what am I doing? And you were like, you're looking at me sinisterly. Like, While what? farting. I was like, what? And she like genuinely thought that I was farting at her so I could make her go to the bedroom because I didn't want her around. Which... Came from her assuming that I was staring at her and then, like, intentionally <laughs> farting at her. <laughs> I, just, like, <laughs> I woke up and I looked at you and you were staring at me mid-fart. And I was just like, why would you do that? Because it really felt like it was directed at me. <laughs> just to be clear, we fart around each other all the time and she farts 
excessively lately but i was so mad because i was like you just want me to be alone and i just want to sit here and enjoy your company and you're just <laughs> I was trying like, to get rid of me and i was like you're sleeping how are you enjoying my company and i never said anything about you leaving i just didn't want you to wake up and get mad at me clearly i failed at that but <laughs> and then we went to bed and you continued to like laugh cry for the next like 15 minutes because i kept i kept trying to let it go and then i'd be like you seriously thought i was staring at you and being like this will make her leave <laughs> <laughs> And then finally she was like, stop talking about it. It hurts, it hurts, it hurts. Yeah. It wasn't until oh. like, I don't know, probably like a good three or four <laughs> minutes later that I actually like came out of that mindset and was like, yeah, this is ridiculous. What am I thinking? Why would you fart at me sinisterly to get me to leave? <laughs> you were like so, and that was the funniest part is that afterwards you still weren't like, yeah, that was crazy. You were like, you did it, you did it <laughs> oh my god it's so fun. i should have videotaped that i don't know why i didn't i think it was just like what are you talking about so no more and farting at me sinisterly to get me to leave the room <laughs> no more sinister farts okay no. all right um <sighs> that was a good laugh yeah i'm like actually crying a little bit but yeah laughing too much the round ligament pains it's not good it hoits but yeah, other than that, things are just moving along. The baby's kicking a lot more. Um, she's yeah. giving me a lot of weird dreams. I feel like I've been having really vivid dreams lately. Yeah. And a lot of them have to do with the Duggars. <laughs> Shockers! And it's not even like that I've been watching a ton of the Duggars. I know last episode I said I rewatched their births, but that was like a weeks ago. It's because they're always on your no, mind. No, I think it... <laughs> They are. They're not. Yes, they are. You are always thinking about the Duggars. No, I'm not. I bet the Duggars wouldn't sinisterly fart at each other to get the other one to leave the room. They're probably not even allowed to fart. They probably have their assholes sewn shut. Mm, Yeah. At least the women. Anyway. Bleached and then sewn shut. And then I've had like three dreams where the baby's born with facial hair. (laughs) <laughs> one time born with like a hitler mustache and a really pointy like renaissance goatee or beard thing and what? it's thick it's not just like little hairs here I and there it's like what full that has on to do with. that's so weird you know what i want to talk about your facebook war oh well i mean any of you who are on my facebook wall can see it so a dude i went to elementary school with like really didn't really haven't spoken to him in decades right one I of those, post- like, courtesy Facebook yeah, friends? Yeah, just, like, whatever. He's, like, somebody I knew when. Like, cool. He seemed to be doing well. He's a photographer. He seems like a, he lives in Toronto, whatever, whatever. And then I posted something. Like, I often post pretty, like, awesome stuff, if you ask <laughs> Jackie me. Jackie gets deep. <laughs> yeah, I get really deep. No, I mean, I see stuff, and I'm like, yeah, that's something I agree with. I'm going to post it. I'm just very, like, like everyone on Facebook. Yeah, I do the thing that we all do on Facebook. So this thing I posted, it's funny how some dudes are suddenly worried about perverts in public restrooms. Women are born with this fear. It is etched into our DNA. As little girls, we learn to pee in packs to protect each other from you. I'm not worried about the trans person in the stall next to me. I will pass a spare roll of toilet paper under the stall if her roll is empty. I will hold her hair back if she is puking. I will tell her that her outfit is cute and ask her where she got her shoes. She does not scare me. You fucking scare me. So literally all I said was this, because yes, This is the thing I've been talking about lately, about how 
Men don't understand what it's like to feel threatened because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. You just feel unsafe out Always. in the world just as a baseline. <clears throat> it is literally part of who we are. And it's not because we choose that. It's not because all men are bad. It's not because of anything that an individual person has control over. It's because of societal culture that creates a system where men are entitled to women's attention and physical affection and men take it by raping women. It's Mm -hmm. because of rape culture. It's because of sexual violence. It's because of gender inequality. It's because of so many things. Maybe this is a little simplistic, but it is very representative of the general way it is and the trans bathroom thing is and like the trans bathroom thing right is now. a massive topic yeah so i post this i think it's pretty straightforward what it means and this guy who by the way was a huge bully was like awful to me always called me fat always told me i was ugly he was an awful anyway he writes he's a white guy by the way white guy <laughs> cis cis white guy straight <clears throat> white This is insulting and inflammatory. The vast majority of men are not predators. Also, people who are trans should use whichever bathroom they feel most comfortable with. They're not allowed to, motherfucker. That's the whole fucking point. (laughs) Like, I I read this. So I read this, like, after finishing my last night shift on a block of shifts. It was, like, a particularly kind of, like, angst-ridden shift. And I just was like, no, no. Like, just no. I was like, no. So, so I basically respond to it saying, I mean, my first, my first comment is pretty succinct, I think, but it goes on and on and on. Anyway, so I say, this is aimed at the people objecting to trans folks using public bathrooms, not all men. But to counter the unfounded fear-mongering of trans people as predators, far more cisgendered males are predators than trans people. And of course, trans people should use whatever bathroom they feel most comfortable with, but ignorant and terrifying people, the ones who the post is referring to are actively trying to pass laws to prevent them from doing so. That is insulting and inflammatory. And then it goes on and on and on with this whole like, but what about my feelings? And everyone blames the po- the white guys. And it's so hard to be yeah, a white guy. Yeah, he said, like, I feel blamed and upset by this post. It's like, okay, sorry. That's not my fault. I the had entire absolutely- world caters to you, just yeah. so you know. It's called... Um, it's called power. <laughs> you have power. If you feel guilty because of the power and op- oppression that, like, your group of people has perpetrated on others, that's not my fucking fault. And the the whole point of the post is to make you think about this. Mm-hmm. The whole point of it is to say, like, this, these are, this is not the issue. Trans people are not the people that we're scared of. Trans people are just fucking people trying to be themselves. People. They're just people. The people we're scared of are the people who are perverts, the people who are threatening women. Which a high, high, high number of are men, unfortunately. Yeah. Not saying all men. I'm not happy about that either, Spencer. I'm not happy about that, okay? But that's the fucking reality. And if you want to be sad that people think that maybe you're part of the problem, maybe you should fucking think about what the problem is and become be like a huge ally don't go yeah and attacking someone like you who's posting exactly on facebook be like fuck yeah some guys are scary yeah and i'm gonna do everything that i can to make he was people feel safe he was mad that i was alienating him when i should be asking him to be an ally and i wanted to be like well and i did kind of tell i mean i honestly it was like very respectful but i essentially said it's not about you and if you're offended that's not my fault and that's not my problem it's yours and beyond that, if you're not a part of this solution, you are a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. When it comes to women and rape culture and the way we cannot be in the world because we are women, not because we are not 
capable because the world has done things to us. The greater society, the world culture against women is to treat us like crap, to abuse us, to rape us, to take advantage of us, to blame us. Blame us. Mm -hmm. So you can't just look at that and say, but what about my feelings? Fuck your feelings. (laughs) I don't give a shit about your feelings. Your feelings are totally irrelevant. And that was the basis of it. And I was just like, I was furious. And I said my piece. And then I was just like, you know what? I don't need you in my life. You clear. And he was like, oh, you don't know me. I'm like, I don't need to know you. I know enough. I know. And I know enough. You've shown me who you are. And no, thank you. I'm Mm -hmm. done. Bye-bye. Delete. The end. But thankfully, I had all these awesome people jump into the argument and and say the things that I wasn't well-rested enough to say. (laughs) And it was like, yes. And to back you up. Yes. Yeah. It was so liberating to just pull a, bye, Felicia. Don't need you around no more. And I was like, seriously, you're not really in my life. But you don't get to have a window to my life either. No. And you don't want to, like. Because you don't get it. Like, you, like, he just so did not get it. Every single response was me trying to explain what the issues male, are. W- male privilege. And him trying to say, <laughs> but what about my feelings? And one of my favorite comments was um, one of my friends posted, wow, I rarely see this much mansplaining before I have my coffee in the morning. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. That was interesting. Yeah, but the, the trans bathroom thing, like these Ugh. laws that are getting passed, North Carolina, Mississippi, I think I Alabama, it's fucking ridiculous. And it's so clear that they don't understand really what a trans person is. Because if you look at like um, Buck Angel or um, Laverne Cox, mm-hmm. like these trans people that are presenting as their proper gender Mm -hmm. uh if you put buck angel into a girl's bathroom people would lose their fucking people would feel threatened by that yes i would that's what they're asking for yeah i know and they don't even realize that and then they want somebody like laverne cox to go into the men's washroom yeah and she's supposed to feel safe doing that no it's ridiculous like, they're not, the point is that they're not actually trying to protect anyone. They're trying to oppress people that they don't agree with. Yeah, but it's like, at least, at least if you're going to be a fucking asshole, or if you're going to stand so strongly for something, like, personally, when I'm really passionate about something, I learn about as much about it as I can. Like, vaccines, whatever it is that I'm going to, like, stand up for. Mm-hmm. They don't even know. They don't know. They're don't just like, it. man dressed as woman going into a washroom, touching kids. You know what? Touching kids is still fucking illegal. And and if that was actually effective as a way of abusing women or children, there would be way more trans people. And it would be <laughs> way more acceptable because it'd be the creepy white dudes who were, and I'm sorry, they're not all white. I know that not all predators are white and not all predators are white men. But the majority of them are. So if we're going to generalize, that's an accurate generalization. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there are zero females who are predators or that there are zero trans people who are predators, but the percentage is like negligible at best. Yeah. If that's the problem, if that's the thing that you're trying to prevent from happening to people, this is not going to help. It doesn't make a difference. And who's policing these bathrooms, right? Yeah, you can always go into any bath. I could go right now and walk into the male bathroom. There's it's no just lock social on it. like convention that we don't. But I f- and it's like I don't think that public washrooms are really like I'm sure it has happened 
but I don't think that that's like the number one molesting place. No. It's fucking usually family members or someone close to your family who's grooming your kid yeah. and then molesting them. Or it's priests. fucking Josh Duggar. It's it's priests. It's priests. It's creepy people who are planning it for a long time. It's not just some dude. Well, the majority aren't. Just some dude who's like, let me just go check out the bathroom, find a random kid. Yeah. Like, because that's the other thing. Whose kids are just in a bathroom by themselves? Well, I guess, like, when you get to a certain age, they go to the bathroom by themselves. I don't know. But even so, then... It's just a ridiculous... Like, it's... There's no even... Not even any point in arguing the, like, legitimate side of it. Or it's not about protecting anybody. It's about hurting people. Okay, they were talking about this on Keith and the Girl. Some senator in one of those places actually said that if he... All he had to do was, like, put on a dress so that he could go into the girl's washroom, he would have done it when he was a kid. And what Hemda, who's the co-host of the show, was saying is, like, that makes you a fucking creep, not trans people. Like, that's you saying, if I had the ability to, I would rape. You're basically saying, I would be a creepy molester. But the only thing that's stopping me is this social convention that you're not allowed to go in there. Yeah. Look at you. You're the fuck, you're the thing that's wrong, not the people who... Yeah, and if you did choose to put on a dress and go in the women's washroom, that's fine. You still can't touch anybody else's kids. That's still illegal. That's still something that people do their best to prevent. Like, that is not a free pass. It's so weird. And did you hear about this this uh, lesbian in oh, somewhere in the States who was literally forcibly removed from yeah. a women's washroom I saw because she was butch? I didn't- I didn't want to read it. It's I like, just couldn't. I was watching this video and I was like, what the fuck? And she's, she's going by the law. Yeah. She is going in the right bathroom for her She sex. wasn't trans. She was just a fucking butch woman. Oh, my God. And she's going to hell. She didn't have ID. So they wouldn't let her go in there. Somebody, I guess, called the police about it. Like, what the fuck? I'm so glad we don't live in the States. I will never, ever live in the States. Although, it is this is happening terrifying. in Alberta. This is an issue in Alberta. I know. The, uh, Alberta is like the U.S. of it's like the south of of Canada. Of Canada, it's, it's like the a shitty part. Ugh. Uh, it's just I just ugh, I don't get it. Why does everyone care so much about everyone else's genitals? Yeah, like what does it matter? The only thing I keep thinking is like get a fucking life. Mm-hmm. Maybe also, sh- like I've never wanted to go into the men's bathroom, and Ew, even no. like being attracted to women, it's not like I'm like yay. I get to go into the washroom and hear them peeing. That's not sexy. No, there's nothing Wa- public sexy about a bathroom. are 99% disgusting, and yeah. I want to be in there for the least time possible. Yeah. And then get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so ridiculous. It's just, it's the same thing. It's like they're so, that, that population of people are so out of touch mm-hmm. with what is actually true. Yeah. That it's like this fascinating kind of like weird, I don't know. You kind of just look at them and are like, what? happened to you like how did you just stop experiencing what it's like to be a person because they isolate themselves they live on like their fucking compounds and they're just like church only surround myself with people who agree with me only surround with my with people who like won't speak up and won't question anything because because faith yeah listen to these preachers who stand up there and say god says gays are bad god says that women should shut the fuck up oh my god speaking of did you hear about the pope he decided it's okay now, Catholics, it's okay now for you to be divorced. We're okay with that. Oh. But don't try and be okay with gay marriage because that's wrong. So uh, just like I, I can't. There's another example of like, 
You can pick and choose what's fine with you, and this thing is fine, but that thing is not. This thing in the Bible is still a sin, and so is this, but this one is okay, and this one is not. Mm-hmm. You're fucking hypocrites. And if those people are the ones who are worried about predators, your own priests have been the worst. Yes. Did anyone see Spotlight? Is anyone aware of what's happened? Like, it's one of the biggest sex scandals of the century. And institutionalized. Institutionalized. And covered up and perpetuated and protected. Why does anyone... And they're t- allowed to go why into whatever bathroom. Why does anyone listen to them anymore? <laughs> like, why does anyone listen to them anymore? Why is the Pope Indoctrination. even... Somebody that anyone gives a shit about his opinion. You start people young, you stick it in their brains, and it grows and grows and grows. It's indoctrination. It's brainwashing. But also, like, if you really believe in God, if you believe in this sky magic guy, and you think that just arbitrarily over time he decides some stuff that he said a long time ago or that he told someone else to say no longer is important, then why is any of it important? And even if God is real and is up there making all these choices, they're shitty choices and I don't agree with them. Yeah. I'm not going to just be like... You created me, so I have to listen to everything you fucking say, even though I think it's mean and horrible and treats people poorly and makes them kill themselves and feel bad. Mm -hmm. No. Even if you fucking exist, I'm not going to listen to you. Whether that sends me to hell because I want to be a good person, then fuck it. There's there's no... I just don't get that argument of, like, God created us and he loves us no matter what. Therefore, you have to listen to every single thing. He loves us so much that he wants to oppress and punish us all the time. Because, you know, if we didn't have him, we'd all just be raping and murdering and killing each other. Oh, wait, that already happened. Or, like, why should we be so grateful that he created us in the first place? I was not any worse off before I was born. It's not like I was in pain or anything like that. Like, if humanity never came to exist, none of us would be, like, troubled by it because we wouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. So why is it this, like, amazing thing to be so thankful that God has created us and be like i will worship everything you do and not piss you off it's just like we shouldn't feel that way towards our parents like i'm not thankful to my parents for having me that was their choice i had nothing to do with it i'm here and i'm glad they raised me i'm glad they did a good job of being parents but i'm not like thank you so much for bringing me into existence i will do anything you ever say even if it's the most ridiculous hurtful awful thing you tell me to do Mm -hmm. like it's just atheist rant (laughs) right anyways sorry but I mean it happens when there's these I'm not saying all religions and all people that there's there are definitely like good Christians out there that are on our side but I think if you are one of those people I think you need to speak up more Mm -hmm. because you're definitely in the minority and Uh, Dan Savage calls them not all like that Christians yeah and if you're not that not all like that stand up it's the same thing with that spencer guy mm-hmm. okay you're not one of those guys fucking tell people instead of attacking someone who is against the bigoted assholes in the world why don't you attack the bigoted assholes in the world yeah like who's what are you trying to do by this protect the poor white guys um poor straight cisgendered white guys plight in the world because they're so impressed mm-hmm. guys who th- guys who legitimately think that i just want to be like I don't I honestly don't even know what to say because it's so ridiculous. What is it called? Like man, m- men's rights. Mm-hmm. Ugh. You can't fight for rights that no one has ever tried to take away from you. <laughs> ever. Because you won't let them. 
I'm trying to let it go, but it just, it's like everything I stand for, it's so against. And I like, I'm, I'm a woman, I'm a feminist, I'm a lesbian, and I'm a fucking human being who can realize that like, I have a lot of privilege and I acknowledge that privilege. And I would never be like, oh, poor me. I, you know, I didn't have to struggle with what my gender is. And like, it's hard because nobody's talking about that. Like, what? I Like, how do you even say something like that and think that you're, I don't know, right? Or not like a complete fucking arrogant ass. Mm-hmm. And I don't actually think that he has any, I don't think he's like transphobic. I don't think that's an issue. But he's just completely ignorant. And and like it's a but choice it's a, because it's an he's extension like a, of the the rape culture to be like don't blame the men. Yeah, it's it's okay. The let's same blame thing. the women then because that's what we've been doing for centuries. It's women's fault that they get raped, right? There's no point in arguing with those people no, because they're so dead set in their ways. I know. And when they come across in such a sort of an aggressive manner, they're not open to being like, oh, can you like explain this yeah. to me more? Or I'm feeling well, a little, and the ri- whatever. ridiculous thing too is that it, like we haven't talked or anything. So to come out with such an aggressive statement about something that I posted is like, what the fuck were you expecting me to say? I'm, oh, you're right. I'm sorry I offended your poor feelings. LOL, not talking about you, Spencer. Mm-hmm. OMG, heart, heart, hearts. Because I'm things. sure you're the best. Okay. Did we? Do you feel better that you got to like, bitch? I love Facebook wars like that, though. Yeah. Oh, I felt great. And I feel really good about how I how I conducted myself in that debate because that's what it was. And it like and I appreciate the fact that he wasn't being hurtful or slinging mud either. I mean, he what well, was a little hurtful? He did tell me he tried to order me to watch my tone, which I was like, it's yeah. fucking Facebook, and don't and fuck you, don't tell <laughs> me how to talk. It's none of your. It's. There's another example of your authority that you think you have because of who you are in the world. Yeah, I posted a meme that said it was like one of those um, Ryan. Who's that? Gosling. Actor? Ryan Gosling. Hey, girl, feminist yeah. ones. And it was like, hey, girl, you're going to have to watch your tone and your anger before I'm willing to talk to you about misogyny. Because mm-hmm. that's basically what he was saying. Like, yeah. calm down, woman. Yeah. Then we can like have a rational discussion without your vagina flapping at my face. Mm hmm. Anyways, holy shit. That became a a big topic. (laughs) did. But you know what? I think it's good. I think it's great. Because this is the reason our daughter is going to have such a cool upbringing. Because she's going to be exposed to some pretty open-minded people. Mm -hmm. My mom got me a tank top that says, pregnant is the new skinny. So that's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, she she decided to get Ange maternity clothes, which to her equal just Fat people clothes, so big sizes. Um, I say that as her language. I would never use that, obviously. But um, she bought her, like, sweat shorts in a large, mm-hmm. which I think will be kind of ridiculous. They won't fit you properly. Yeah, and I'm Because generally... you can't just put, like, bigger clothes on a pregnant woman and expect to fit. It's not. You're not bigger everywhere. You're bigger in one very, <laughs> like, central place. And then she, also, like, some medium shorts, which I was like, those aren't going to fit. <laughs> and then... An extra, extra large maternity shirt. I was like, like, it's a tent. Like, what? She's so, oh, she never gets it right. And I was like, mom, I'm not an extra, extra large. She goes, 
but you're getting bigger. I'm like, yes, but maternity clothes are already made for that bigger body. You don't need to buy bigger maternity clothes. No. You still need to get them in your normal size. Yeah. You are the size you are. Your body isn't physically, like, not for some people. Your well, body has you start, like, gaining Your body weight. hasn't actually changed in the, like, aside from the belly. Everything else is the same size. Mm-hmm. So they still ne- need to make it for those proportions, and then they just add extra paneling or stretchiness or whatever for your belly. Yeah. I kept it because I was thinking, like, maybe if I was lounging around the house, like, it might be comfy. But then I could just wear a blanket. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> Roll myself in a sheet. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what do we have coming down the pipe in the future? Coming down the pipe. We're starting prenatal home birthing classes. Yeah, we are. In a few days, actually. Yeah. So that's exciting. On Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to them. Oh, did I even talk about I didn't actually finish talking about the taxes thing. Oh, no. We got off topic. What I was going to say is <laughs> we got to claim our medical expenses and we got money back because of it. More money than we were supposed to. So if you live in Canada, that's amazing. It. Do it. it. We totally deserve that. It's awesome to and to have put in all of our. It was kind of like, a, wow, to put in all of those receipts. And like, that's not every single thing that we spent, but that's the majority of it. We spent $8,000 on this baby. Mm-hmm. Some of that, to be fair, some of that is um, future sperm, sperm for the for the next kid. But it's a buttload of money. We got a lot enough to pay off all of our credit cards. Yes. So we are aside from student loans, debt free. Mm-hmm. I'm 21 weeks right. 21 weeks right now. We're only five weeks away from the baby being viable, which is an exciting <laughs> and milestone. And actually said the other day, she was like, "I hope." The baby is a preemie just so that it doesn't <laughs> rip me apart. I was like, I've been no. saying that for a while. No, actually. we don't want a preemie. We want a fully cooked baby. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be late. I have a feeling it's going to be born on September 11th. I think you'd like that. No, I don't. I wouldn't like that. I just think that that's going to happen. I'm calling it now. We'll see. If I I'm really right. want her to be a little early just for like our travel timeline. That would be much better. Until next time, baby mama's out. Let's not do the podcast at all. <laughs> the Baby Mama's Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Baby Mama's Podcast. Make sure to like them on Facebook and give them a great review on iTunes. Have a good day.